Oh, merciful one, Master Gripal, we have kept our hopes on you. There is no one like you. There are many like me. We got tired of bathing in the waters. We did many burning austerities. Day and night I weep and remember you. Come soon and meet me. Why are you delaying? Oh, beautiful one, in order to meet you, I heard many criticisms. Now the soul of a jabe has awakened, because in the end the beautiful one has visited. O oh, merciful one, Master Kirpal, we have kept our hopes on you. This is a bhajan of Sanchi's Hey Deal, Guru Kirpal, on page 68. Chitiya 
Merciful one, Master Kripal, we have kept our hopes on you. And our second bhajan is Sanchi's bhajan Kirpal Yahi Sandeshadeta on page 203. Kirpal gave only this message, and even the wind also teaches us this. If you keep walking while doing the Simran, the destination comes to you by itself. The fort of deceit will not be the fort of deceit will be destroyed in this world because walls of sand do not last. There are so many sins with you. You are a great sinner. Hail the power of Almighty Kirpal, who carries all the burden. No one is an enemy, no one belongs to anyone else. Everyone is your very own, 
For as the Gurbani teaches, all this world was created from one light. O O Guru Kirpal, the negative power trembles, and death also is nervous in front of whoever has caught hold of your finger. Ajayb says, Apologize to Kirpal if your soul wants happiness. Kirpal gave only this message, and even the wind also teaches us this. If you keep walking while doing the Simran, the destination comes to you by itself. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 203. <laughs> Simran karte chale chalo to manjil kud mil jati hai yahi deta hava yahi sikalati hai Simran karte chale chalo to Manjila kuda mila jati hai Chala pade bake kile kadina Dunia me de jate hai Chala pade bake kile kadina Dunia me de jate Hava yahi sikalati hai 
सिमरन करते चले चलो तो मंजिल खुद मिल जाती है ना कोई बेड़ी नहीं बेगाना जो भी है सब अपना है ना कोई बेड़ी नहीं बेगाना जो भी है सब अपना है एक नूर से सब जगह उपजो गुरु बनी बतलाती है एक नूर से सब जगह उपजो गुरु बनी बतलाती है सिमरन करते चले चलो तो मंजिल खुद मिल जाती है कृपा ही संदेश देता हवा ही सिकलाती है सिमरन करते चले चलो तो मंजिल खुद मिल जाती कृपाल तुम्हारी उंगली ताम की है जिसने भी गुरु कृपाल तुम्हारी उंगली ताम की है जिसने भी उसके आग कल कपता और कृपाल तो मंगला माफी अजब कृपाल तो मंगला माफी जे जिंदड़ी सुख चाहती है सिमरन करते चले चलो तो मंजिल खुद मिल जाती Kirpal gave only this message, and even the wind also teaches us this. If you keep walking while doing the Simran, the destination comes to you by itself. There's a reminder that next Saturday, October 7th, will be a one-day meditation retreat in honor of the founding of Sanpani Ashram during Master Kirpal Singh's first visit here on October 11th, 1963. All initiates are welcome to attend any of the scheduled meditation sittings and schedules are available at the book table in the big house. And local initiates who plan to take meals at the ashram are requested to please let us know.
Last week, I began reading uh, the Master Kripal Singh's book, Prayer, and we read chapter one. And I'm going to continue with that. Chapter two is titled, Prayer, Instinctive in Man. Prayer is instinctive with man, and no one can do without prayer at one stage or another, whatever form it may take. The faithful and the faithless, a man of God and a man who has no belief in God, all pray, each one, of course, in his own particular way. The need for prayer generally arises when, on, when one finds himself in distress, in calamity, or in the grip of some devastating disease, or when he desires satisfaction of some unusual physical and spiritual need which he cannot otherwise fulfill, or when he wants to combat forces of adversity or darkness. In such circumstances, one feels that by his own unaided efforts he cannot secure satisfaction of his wants, and in utter helplessness he seeks strength in prayer. In everyday life, we see a student seeking the aid of a teacher in the solution of some difficult problems, a patient in illness, that of a physician, an employee, that of his employer, and so on. All these are prayers in varying degrees and forms. Again, for the satisfaction of his daily needs, a child looks up to his parents, a wife to her husband, etc. In all trying circumstances, Prayer is the last weapon in our armory. When all human efforts fail, prayer succeeds. And then Master Kripal quotes Tennyson, More things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. For what are men better than sheep or goat that nourish a blind life within the brain? If knowing God, they lift not their hands in prayer, both for themselves and those they call friends. When prayer is the salt of life, we cannot do without it. But whom do we pray to? The answer naturally is to the one supreme God or the God-man in whom his power resides and through whom it works in the world. All religions are in agreement on the point that prayer at the seat of the soul draws out all the latent powers of godhood within, and one can achieve spiritual beatitude through it. It is a connecting link between the Creator and His creation, between God and man. It is a su supporting staff in the hands of a spiritual aspirant, and a pilgrim soul cannot do without it, right from the beginning to the end of the journey, for it saves one from many a pitfall on the way, and transforms the mind through and through until it shines forth and begins to reflect the light of the soul. Guru Nanak says, through his grace, the osprey turns into a royal swan. O Nanak, he may make a signet of a crow. And chapter three is titled, Whom to Address. One must pray to the Lord God alone, 
who is omnipotent and competent to grant all wishes. Kabir says, there is nothing which God cannot grant. And Guru Arjan says, rich indeed is one who has nature at his beck and call. The various gods and goddesses have a limited scope and sphere of action, and so work within limitations. They themselves draw their powers from him, and may not grant the <clears throat> they themselves draw their powers from him and may not grant the petty boons that lie within their sphere and certainly cannot grant salvation to the soul. A freed soul can grant freedom and no one else can. Guru Arjan tells us that God alone can remedy all types of maladies, no matter whether physical, like aches, ailments, and various types of disease, astral, like unforeseen and unpredictable disasters from accidents, thunder and lightning, floods and earthquakes, or causal, ingrained and inherent evil propensities like lust, anger, greed, attachment, and egoism. Guru Arjan says, God, thou art the dispeller of all evils and bestower of peace. Whosoever prays unto thee, can have no ill. And Guru Gobind Singh says, the dawn of heaven's light makes one a worshiper of truth alone. The blossoming of loving devotion makes one forget lifeless objects of adoration. The knowledge of him shows the futility of all rites and rituals. The manifestation of the holy light within distinguishes the pure from the impure. And again, Guru Arjan says, I pray to him who is the bestower of all blessings and savior from all ills. Shower thy mercy, O merciful, for then will my efforts be well directed. Remember the one and sing thou his praises. Chant his holy name and keep him ensconced in thy heart. Ceaselessly meditate on his endless attributes and serve him with all thy heart and soul. God is one, peerless and precious, complete in himself, all pervasive and permeating. Creator of the vast creation is that one. Worship then the one and none besides. Be saturated body and mind in his love. O Nanak, through the grace of the Master, is that one realized? <clears throat> and Guru Ramdas says, If thou, if ever thou hast a wish, ask the Lord for its fulfillment. It shall be granted unto thee. The Master is witness thereto. Boundless riches come from him, and so doth the elixir of life. Merciful is the dispeller of all fears, and ever abideth with his slave. Guru Arjan says, I pray to thee, O Lord, the Lord thou art my, of my body and soul. Nanak attributes his greatness to thee, for none knew him ever before. In vain we pray to the people of the world, 
full of troubles as they are. Pray alone to the Lord if thou wishest thou to cross the ocean of life. And Master Kripal continues saying, In the Holy Quran it is clearly stated that God alone need be invoked, for an invocation to him is the only true invocation in the correct sense of the word. Similarly, Abraham, while denouncing his own followers, declared, I leave you and all the gods that you worship. I just call upon my God, and I am confident that I shall not remain empty-handed. And again he addressed them, saying, O ye faithful, let us unite and come to a common ground, the ground of divinity, and worship none else but God, and consider not anyone else on par with him, for none can equal him. The instinct of love cannot come into play unless one sees the beloved. As long as we do not see Godhead or the glory of God, we cannot have any faith in the existence of God, and without this all prayers go in vain. But Guru, or God-man, is the abode of God's life and is a radiating center of the same. We can pray with equal efficacy to the Master, who is at one with God. Connected as he is with the powerhouse behind him, he is equally competent to grant our desires and fulfill our wishes. It is said by Guru Arjan, God manifests himself in the form of a sad, a disciplined soul. And, in, and the Bible tells us, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. A Muslim divine tells us, the master's words are Allah's, God's words, though seemingly these may appear to be coming from a human tongue. A prayer to the living master is as good as a prayer to God. One must therefore wholly and solely depend on the master and turn to him for the fulfillment of your desires. So all prayers should be addressed to one who holds the mystery of life and death in his hands. We must have perfect faith in the living God, who lives and moves amongst us in a human form. With the attention fully focused on him, we ought not to think of anyone else. This is the one way we can commune with him. Kabir Saab tells us that distance does not count in the relationship between the master and the disciple. The two may be separated by vast oceans in between, but the very thought of the master in the disciple is bound to attract the master's attention, and the master can direct the disciple wherever he may be. It is said of Vivekananda that when he rose to address the World Parliament of Religions in Chicago, he felt diffident. He asked for a glass of water, closed his eyes for a moment, and thought of his master, Paramhansa Ramakrishna. And in an instant, the floodgates of inspiration opened within him, and he delivered an unprecedented and impassioned discourse, lasting for several hours. A godman is a veritable king, and at his door all the mighty kings of the earth bow down their heads in humble supplication, 
and seek the fulfillment of their cherished desires and attainment of their otherwise unattainable ambitions. Guru Arjan says in this context, he has within his controlling power all the potentiates. Nay, the vast creation itself is under his sway. His will reigns supreme everywhere, and nothing lies outside his divine will. O oh, offer thy prayer to thy master alone, for he shall fulfill all thy heart's desires. His seat is in the highest heavens, and devotion unto him lies in communion with his word. All pervading, he is complete in himself, and his light shines in every heart. His remembrance dispels all sorrows. Even the angel of death does, co does not come near his devotee. The dead come to life by the power of his word, and the lowliest and the lost are received and honored. O oh, Nanak, thy prayer has been heard and accepted, and through the grace of the Master, his light has been made manifest within. <clears throat> A godman has within his grasp all that one may need, the gifts of Dharma, Arta, Kama, and Moksha, that is, the merits of righteousness, earthly riches and possessions, fulfillment of wishes and desires, and salvation itself. Guru Arjan says, if one wants any of the four great boons, he must take to the service of Asad. If one wishes to have riddance from affliction and sorrow, one must commune with the word in the depths of one's soul. If one is after name and fame, one must lose his ego in the company of a saint. If one be afraid of the pangs of birth and death, one must seek the shelter at the lotus feet of a saint. From the above, it is abundantly clear that we must go in prayer unto God or a God-man, and after being able to commune with him, we should depend on him alone and not on any other power. For he alone is capable of drawing one out from the mighty swirls and eddying pools of mind and matter, and of applying a healing balm to the lacerated hearts torn by wild desires and temptations. He is the strength of the weak, the sheet anchor in the storm and stress of life, and a haven of safety for the homeless. His glance of grace soothes the broken hearts. Bainanlal says, A perfect master attends to the heart, and from heart to heart a life impulse darts. It behooves a disciple to unhesitatingly unburden his mind to his master and place his difficulties before him, wherever he may be. For the master is above time and space and can attend to his disciple's tale of woe. Guru Arjan says, Rip open thy mind before thy master. Cast aside all thy cunning and cleverness, and take refuge, body and soul, at his feet. In the Holy Quran we read, Except him, there is none who listens to the woeful tale of the distressed and the agonized cry of the helpless, and renders solace unto him. And Christ's remarks in this behalf are significant. 
that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. And Master concludes saying, Since God or a God-man is the treasure house of all blessings, we must offer our prayer to either of them and to none else. And this next reading is a question, is the first question from a question and answer session that took place in March of 1986 with Sanji in Rajasthan. This talk was printed under the title, Master Has Determined to Take the Disciples Back. And the questioner says, I have two questions really. I heard once that Master Karpal was talking to an initiate and he had the book, The Wheel of Life, in his hands. He tossed it aside, saying, My initiates will never come back. And I was wondering if he really said that. I know that he could do whatever he wills with us, but I wonder if he really said it. And the other question is, you've talked before about the inner planes, and in fact have given whole satsangs on what the inner planes are like. But I wondered if you would talk a little bit about what goes on on the inner planes and what we do there. So Sanchi says, Whatever Paramsant Maharaj Kripal said, that is correct. That is true. Because all the Paramsants, the perfect masters, who come to this plane always try their best, and they do not want their disciples to come to this plane again and again. You can convince yourself by reading the Anurag Sagar, the Ocean of Love, in which you will find the story of Supach, the Valmik. In order to liberate him, Kabir Saab had to take so many bodies, so many births, yet he came to liberate him. Supach was the one who later on came as Dharamdas. <clears throat> there is a story which happened in the lifetime of Guru Nanak Devji. He had a disciple. But the disciple would not do the devotion as instructed by Guru Nanak, even though Guru Nanak used to visit him very often. He was always busy doing his worldly work. <clears throat> he would only bother his sons and always worry for the family, but he would never devote any time to the devotion of God. Guru Nanak Sab always used to tell him, all those things are not going to go with you. You should do the devotion of the Lord. Otherwise, you will have to come back into this world. But that person did not pay any attention to the teachings of the Master, and he remained attached to the family and the businesses of the world. You know that you cannot win the business of the world, but the business of the world will defeat you. They always have the upper hand. There is no one in this world who has completed all of his businesses. So according to that, since the disciple was attached to the businesses and the things of the world and to his family, and since he did not do the devotion of the Lord, he did not pay any attention to the teachings of the Master. He came back into this world after he left the body. Because death does not wait for anyone. When his time came and he left the human body, 
he came back into the same family. And this time he came as a bullock because he was attached to his sons, his family, and the business of the family. When he came in the body of the bullock, Guru Nanak Dev Ji Maharaj came, again came to that house and he told him in his ear, Dear one, now you have come back in this body of a bullock. At least now you should pay attention to what I am telling you. You should do the devotion of the Lord. You have got the initiation. You should do the devotion of the Lord and in that way get rid of this suffering world. <clears throat> but the disciple said, No, how can I do that? How can I not pay any attention to my family? I am the strong bullock of the pair, and the other bullock is not very strong, so I have to do all the work. My children are not very well to do. If I will not work for them, who will, feed, who will work for them and who will feed them? Since he was so attached to them, he did not want to give up the attachment. He did not want to listen to Guru Nanak. Anyway, after suffering in the body of the bullock, when his time came to leave that body, he left that body, but was still very attached to the family and to his sons and grandsons. So again, according to the law of attachment, that wherever you are attached, you go there, he went back to the same family in the body of a dog. When he came in the body of the dog, Guru Nanak Dev Ji Maharaj, who was all conscious, again came to him and told him, Dear one, now you have come back once again to this family. Now you should give up the attachment to this family and do the devotion of God. But the disciple said, Master, you know that my children are lazy. They sleep all night long. They sleep very deeply, and they do not know what is going to happen. If, not, if I am not here to guard their home, you know that the thieves will come and they will plunder all the wealth. So I stay here. I growl. I bark all night long and I keep a guard against the thieves. If I am not here, then who will take care of them? <clears throat> he did not want to give up looking after the family. So Guru Nanak Dev went, again went back. Once it so happened that a boy in the family stepped on the tail of that dog, and the dog got upset. So that boy hit him with a stick and he broke his back. Still, the dog did not want to give up the attachment to that family. With his broken back, still he would guard the home, and he remained there. After some time, he left that body also. And after a great deal of suffering in that, after some time, he left that body also, after a great deal of suffering in that body. But still, he was attached to that family. So he came back to the same house in the body of a snake. And once it so happened that everyone in the family had gone out, leaving a young child in the home, and that young child was not used to being left alone. Suddenly, when he woke up, he looked for his mother, and then he started weeping. And that old man, that disciple who was there, forgot that he was in the body of a snake. And because of his attachment to the grandson, he at once went to that young boy and started caressing him. Suddenly, the door opened and everyone in the family came back. They were surprised and terrified to see a snake with the boy, and they thought that the snake was going to kill the child. At once they called some other people who beat the snake to death with sticks. But even after getting that kind of treatment, and even after leaving the body of the snake, he still did not want to give up the attachment. Again, he came back in the same home, 
this time in the body of a worm. When he was born in the body of a worm, at that time, Guru Nanak Sahib was touring with his disciples, Bala and Mardana. When he came in the body of a worm, Guru Nanak Sahib started laughing suddenly. Bala and Mardana asked Guru Nanak why he was laughing. And he told them the whole story and then said, We have gone there many times to explain to that dear one about the devotion of God. Let us go there once again. Maybe this time he will understand and he will do the devotion of the Lord and will get the liberation from this suffering world. Masters who have given the initiation are always worried for their disciples and they always try their best to make the disciples understand that this is not their real home and that they should do the devotion of the Lord if they want to get the liberation from this suffering world. So because of that promise which the masters have made to the disciples, they always come again and again and they always try to explain to the disciples about the devotion of God. <clears throat> so like that, Guru Nanak Sahib came to that home again and he told his disciple Mardana to take the worm out from that dirty place. And with his inner grace, he took him to the inner plains. He made him do the devotion there, and finally the disciple was given liberation. So the meaning of this story <coughs> So the meaning of this story is that Master always tries his best. First he will try to tell us verbally. He will try to explain to us outwardly that we should do the devotion of the Lord and we should not wait for another lifetime to get liberation. We should do it in this lifetime. Now, replying to your question, Masters are determined that they will liberate all the souls, all those whom they have initiated. And that is why they always tell us that we should do the devotion of God. Neither the Master should wait for the next lifetime, nor should the disciple wait for another lifetime. They should do whatever they are supposed to do in this lifetime. Because according to that soul, that old man who was initiated by Guru Nanak Dev Ji Maharaj, if he had done the devotion of the Lord when he was in the human body, if he had obeyed the instructions, if he had followed the orders of Guru Nanak Dev Ji Maharaj when he was in the human body, he would not have gone into the lower into the other lower bodies and he would not have suffered so much because he did not obey the instructions of the master in the human birth that is why he had to come back again and again into this world because he was attached to this world master also had to come again and again and he had to work harder for him so that is why, even though masters are determined to take the disciples back to the real home in this lifetime, the disciples also have some duties to perform. They should not wait for the next lifetime. As the master is determined to liberate the disciples in this lifetime, in the same way, the disciples should also do their part. When Mansa Singh, a dear one who lives in Calgary, got initiation, he thought that his father should also get the holy initiation in this lifetime because his father was devoted to the sadhus and saints. 
His father used to go to see the holy men, and he was also interested in doing the devotion of the Lord. Because Mansa Singh had realized the glory of Nam, that is why he wanted his father also to get the Nam initiation. He wanted that he should not remain in this lifetime without the Nam initiation. So when his friend Gurmail Singh Graywal and his wife went to India in order to visit their family, he asked them, he told them that they should take his father to 77 RB and somehow get him initiated. When Gurmail Singh Graywald and his wife brought Mansa Singh's father to me at 77 RB, I talked to him. And at that time, I felt that he was not ready for the initiation. So in order to make him ready for the initiation, I did not accept him right away. I told him, you will have to wait for some more time, and then you will get the initiation. Since he was a very dear, devoted soul, when he was not accepted, the yearning increased within him, and then he became prepared for the holy initiation. This was the only way to bring him to the path. This was the only way to prepare him for the holy initiation. If I had accepted him right away, it was possible that he would not have become as prepared as he became later on. Anyway, when he got the initiation, since he had a hard time hearing and I could not speak aloud about the initiation to him, and since I saw that there was no need of explain, explaining the theory to him in detail, that is why with the help of Gurmail Singh Graywal, I gave him the, the initiation. Still, I had to explain a couple of things to him. I had to make him learn the Simran. So Gurmail Singh spoke the Simran loudly, and after he had made him learn that Simran, after that, when he sat for the meditation, just after a little bit, he started seeing the light and he became very happy. At once, he took out a five-rupee note from his pocket and he offered that to me. In India, if you bow down to a saint or a master without offering any money or something like that, it is considered to be a bad thing. So he thought I also was that kind of saint or a Mahatma like the other ones. So he at once offered the five-rupee note to me. But I told him, no, don't do that. I tried to stop him. And Gurmail Singh also tried to stop him. But he said, no. His soul went up, and he stopped talking with people. He stopped talking with the family. Since the other people in the family were not initiated, and they did not know anything about the initiation and the soul going up, and since that old man had suddenly stopped talking with them, they were terrified and surprised because they did not know what had happened to him. They called for a doctor, but the doctor could not do anything. They called for other people also, but nobody had any idea what was happening. So they called for another son, Iqbal Singh, who is a district commissioner, and he is a very wise person. When he came there, he was also surprised to see his father in that condition because his father had always lived a very good life and he was healthy. He saw that and he wondered why his father's condition had become like that and he was confused. He talked to many people but nobody could explain it to him. Somehow he came across a satsangi who told him that when a satsangi leaves the body, when he is about to leave the body, sometimes his soul goes up and he becomes detached from the family and the world because at that time he has become linked and attached to the master power or the shabd which is within him. And there is no need to worry 
The people who are sitting near him should do the Simran, and in that way he will leave the body peacefully. When Iqbal Singh came to know about that, when he came to know that nothing was wrong with his father, that he was going to leave the body, he became very pleased. And at that time he repented, because whenever he had come to see me along with his father, I would always tell him about the Nam and about the initiation. But he never paid any attention, and he didn't get the initiation. At that time he realized his mistake, and then he said, If I had known that Master is such a power, Nam is such a power, I would have also received the initiation. Because Sanchi told me many times to get the initiation. But it is very bad that I did not listen to him, and I did not get the initiation. After some time, when the soul of that old man came down just before he left the body, he told his family members, You see, usually the people have to spend about ten months in the womb of their mother. They have to be in the prison of the womb of the mother for at least ten months. But I was very fortunate. God was very gracious on me that I had to stay there for only seven months. And after that I was born into a very nice family. All my children are very good. Many of them are devoted to the devotion of the Lord. And I also met the perfect master, and he gave me the perfect nam. Now I understand the value of the nam. Now I understand the power of the nam. I have gained a lot from the master. And now he has come to take me. If you also understand the path of nam, if you also want to improve your life, you should also go to the master and take the initiation. And after saying those words, he left the body. So Iqbal Singh, his elder son, along with the other members of the family, came here, and they were very happy. They were very content, even though their father had left the body. Still, they were very happy in the will of the master, and they told me about all this. Iqbal Singh told me personally about all these things, and they came asking for the initiation. So I mean to say that those who get the initiation and those who have the faith in the Master, they are definitely taken care of by the Master because Master has determined to take the disciples back in this lifetime. Hazur Maharaj Kripal used to say that you should make the way of your heart with the heart of the Master. The disciples should only speak those things which the Master speaks. He should always speak the same thing which the Master has talked about. When the Master says that he is determined that his disciples will not come back in this world, they will not have to come back in this world. In the same way, the disciples should also be determined, and they should also do those things which prepare them for the journey back. They do not know about the time. We do not know when death is going to come, when we will have to leave this world. We should do only those things which are helpful in doing the bhajan and simran. We should remove all the obstacles which are between us and the master. We should do only those things which can help us in doing more bhajan and simran and which can help us in our way back to God. That Preceding, that preceding question and answer session took place in 1986, and then this is eight years later in April of 1994.
Sanchi gave a message. This was a talk that was initially given to the Indian Sangat and then distributed among the Westerners. This talk was printed in the June 1994 magazine under the title, Come to Your Senses. My great Satguru, Supreme Father Kirpal's created and adorned Sad Sangat. May Hazur, Sawan, and Kirpal's grace be with you always. And may, and may their sweet remembrance always remain fresh in your hearts. Supreme Father Kirpal used to explain that time and tide wait for no one. Time is going out of our hands uncontrolled, and we all are coming closer to that moment or that event which we call death. Every master has warned, warned us about it in his own way and in his own words. But we, the jivas, are such that it doesn't affect us. According to the orders of my great master, in the satsangs, darshans, and through the letters to the dear ones, I have always talked about this reality, that we do not know when we may have to leave this body, whom we understand as our companion. So we should do that work, or collect that wealth which goes with us, and which is useful to us in the other world. And that work is the meditation of Shabad Nam, remembrance of the Master, love for the Master, and to have the fear of him becoming displeased. Even though this is very important and the most personal work of ours, still we do not pay any attention to it, and we are wasting our precious time in the deep slumber of ignorance. These are the words of, the, of Gurbani. Awake, awake, O sleeping ones, the traveler has left. At one other place, Guru Sab has written, Awake, O traveler, why have you taken so long? This means, O traveler, wake up, come to your senses, and walk toward your goal. Dear children, up until now, no one has ever become and no one shall ever be successful in the path of spirituality without doing meditation, without doing the Simran, and without sacrificing. This is our very own work, and this is the only thing which helps us in the moment of crisis. But it is a pity that we are not aware of it. Even though Kabir Saab was all owner and the first saint to incarnate, and he said, O Kabir, I know the secret of the real home, and I have brought the divine word. Still, he spent many nights in search of the Lord, and made us understand that without sacrifice we cannot achieve him. Kabir Saab said, The whole world is happy as they eat and sleep. Servant Kabir is unhappy as he remains awake and weeps in the separation from God. In his search for God, Guru Nanak made a bed of stones for 11 years. You know that Baba Jamal Singh bore thirst and hunger and used to tie his hair to a nail for meditation. Baba Sawan Singh used to meditate for many nights continuously and would stand and meditate if sleep would bother him. Supreme Father Kirpal used to stand in the icy water of the river Ravi and meditate like that. So, dear children, do not remain in any illusion or misunderstanding. 
you won't get any place in the court of the Lord if you do not meditate and if you do not have the meditation and sacrifice with you. So it is my request, my wish, that from today, from right now, start devoting time in meditation regularly. First of all, in the beginning your mind won't like it because it is not easy. But it is not at all impossible. It is the work of the beggar to sit at the door and beg. If we will sit at the door of the Lord and forgetting the worldly business and attachments, if we will beg and cry for his help, then surely he who is within us and who is watching our every single action will listen to our pleas and will reward our efforts. This work cannot be done by talking or by celebrating bandaras or organizing conferences or by worldly materials or arrangements. The work of cleaning the soul can be done only by sitting in seclusion with humility and faith in front of the Master and begging him for his grace. In making such efforts, we will definitely have his grace and mercy. So, dear children, understand my words, appreciate my feelings, and come to your senses, and walk on the paths shown by Hazor Sawan and Kirpal from this very day. The work which we have been given by our beloved lords, do it. Definitely do it. If you will do this, it will help my health and it will also help me in my work. One thing which I want to put a lot of emphasis on is that from now onwards, no dear one should ever write me about their family problems or their personal or physical problems. If people will write me about their physical problems, I will not reply. You know that I have spent all my life in the remembrance and search of the Almighty Lord. I went to many places. I did so many things to realize God Almighty. I got kicked and knocked at many places. I went to many masters and teachers, and I visited many holy places. When I met Baba Bishandas, his company, and the time which I spent in his company, you know that he used to rebuke me, he used to slap me, and all the grace which he showered upon me was one of the things which I experienced while I was searching for him. He was the one who laid the stepping stone of my spiritual life. And when he gave me the initiation into the first two words, with his grace and with his help only, sitting underground, I meditated for 18 years. And with his grace, I got the experience, and I became practically successful in that. After that, when I was able to meet beloved Lord Sawan, his innocent and divine form caught hold of my soul in such a way that I could not do anything else. And still I cannot forget the love which I received from Hazor Sawan and the form which I saw of him. That form of beloved Sawan is dwelling in my heart in such a way that I cannot forget him. It was all due to the grace and the blessing of the Almighty Lord Sawan that the form of Sawan, Lord Kripal himself, came to my home after traveling for 500 kilometers. And when I told him, Beloved Lord, I do not know what I should ask you. What question should I put to you? He replied, I have come here only after seeing the empty place. So the husband, 
the beloved Lord for whom I was searching ever since my childhood, I got him. And the desire which I had since my childhood, Lord Kirpal fulfilled that desire and he married me. He gave me a ring. So, dear children, if we will prepare the bed of our heart, he will definitely come and sit on that bed. You know that this ashram, which I have bought myself, I do the farming here and I maintain myself. Whatever is left over, I give that to the langar. And selflessly, I am doing the service to the sad sangat. Gurmail and Bulwant also work very hard, and they also help me in the langar. Siddhar Ratan Singh, Baba Bhag Singh, Paras Ram, and the Chaudhry who sits at the gate, they also own a lot of property in land, and they also do the selfless seva of the dear ones. As I have always said, this langar is of Lord Supreme Father Kirpal, and he is always providing us with whatever we need. And it was only due to his orders that in the beginning I had asked Mr. Oberoi to make the announcement that no one needs to do any seva here, because my beloved Lord has promised that he will take care of everything, and up until now, he has been fulfilling his promise. So, my dear children, once again, I would like you to know about my fervent wish. This is my desire. This is my wish that all of you, along with doing your worldly work, should do your meditation right from today, because this is the path of doing and not of talking. Even now, if you will believe me and will obey my words, and even today, if you will start the journey back to your home, I am sure that with his grace, surely you will reach your goal. You will reach your destination. My best wishes and help are always with you. Ajayv Singh, the one who wipes the feet and the shoes of the Sangat. The tape we're hearing is the conclusion of a satsang Sanji gave here in July of 1996. This talk was given on July 24th. Ali, tu lagan lagale shabd ki Shabd kat me baje Yeh nirne kar le shabd ki Thoda pyaar na kende hai ki ek shabd ne tere andar panj shabd tunkaran de rhe hai Tu andar vadke nirna karke dekh le Sab sant agwahi par de hai Now he lovingly says that there is not only one shabd which is sounding within you, there are five Shabbats which are coming in your within. At least you go inside you and you decide for yourself all the saints have said this. Guru Nanak ne bhi kya hai, sab sakhiyan panche mile, gurmak nej karavas, shabd kho jo karle, nanak taka das. Guru Nanak sahab has also said that all the friends get together there and they enjoy the five divine melodies. Nanak is the servant of those, those who search for that, going to the Guru Muks. Swal paida hunda hai, ke Mahatma Asanu Panji Shabd kyon kende hai, ke is tarah hai, 
ਕਿ ਜਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਦਰਿਆ ਆਪਦੇ ਸੋਮੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਨਿਕਲਦਾ ਹੈ ਉੱਥੇ ਹੋਰ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਜਦੋਂ ਉਹੀ ਪਾਣੀ ਪੱਥਰਾਂ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਵੱਜਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਦੀ ਕੋਈ ਹੋਰ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਜਦੋਂ ਸਾਫ਼ ਜ਼ਮੀਨ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆ ਕੇ ਵੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਦੀ ਹੋਰ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਜਦ ਅੱਗੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਸਮੁੰਦਰ ਚ ਉਹੀ ਪਾਣੀ ਡਿੱਗਦਾ ਹੈ ਪਾਣੀ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਾਣੀ ਵੱਜਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹਦੀ ਹੋਰ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਪਾਣੀ ਇੱਕੋ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਜੈਸੀ ਜੈਸੀ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਧਰਤੀ ਅੱਗੇ ਜ਼ਮੀਨ ਮਿਲਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਸੀ ਉਸੀ ਉਹਦੀ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਬਦਲਦੀ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਸਭ ਤਾਂ ਇੱਕੋ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਸੱਚਖੰਡ ਟੋੜਦਾ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਪੰਜਾਂ ਮੰਜ਼ਲਾਂ ਵੀ ਦੀ ਗੁਜ਼ਰਦਾ ਹੋਣ ਕਰਕੇ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਪੰਜ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਕਰਕੇ ਬਿਆਨ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੈ ਦੀ ਕੁਐਸਚਨ ਅਰਾਈਜ਼ਸ ਦੈਟ ਵਾਈ ਡੂ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਕਾਲ ਇਟ ਐਜ਼ ਦ ਫਾਈਵ ਸ਼ਬਦਸ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਲਾਈਕ ਦ ਪਲੇਸ ਫਰਮ ਵੇਅਰ ਦ ਰਿਵਰ ਸਟਾਰਟਸ ਐਟ ਦ ਸੋਰਸ ਦ ਵਾਟਰ ਆਫ ਦ ਰਿਵਰ ਹੈਜ਼ ਅ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਟ ਸਾਊਂਡ ਐਂਡ ਵੈਨ ਇਟ ਟ੍ਰੈਵਲਸ ਔਨ ਦ ਹਾਰਡ ਰੌਕਸ ਇਟ ਗਿਵਸ ਅ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਟ ਕਾਈਂਡ ਆਫ ਸਾਊਂਡ ਵੈਨ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਫਲੋਇੰਗ ਓਵਰ the dirt the smooth dirt it has a very smooth sound and finally when it goes and uh, falls into the ocean it has a different sound it is the same water it is the same river but because of the different kinds of ground she is getting to travel that is why it is creating different kinds of sound in the same way there is only one shabad emanating from sachkan but since it is going through five different planes that is why masters call it as the five shabads main pehle din hi dassya siga ਕਿ ਅੰਤਰੀ ਇੱਕ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਹੈ ਇੱਕ ਬਾਹਰੀ ਹੈ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਬਾਹਰੀ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਸੰਨ ਸੁਣਾ ਕੇ ਗਲਤੀਆਂ ਸਾਡੀਆਂ ਦੱਸ ਕੇ ਸਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਨਾਮ ਜਪਣ ਦਾ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾਣ ਦਾ ਸ਼ੌਕ ਪੈਦਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਜਦੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਦੇ ਜਰੀਏ ਤੀਸਰੇ ਤਿਲ ਤੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਅਕਾਗਰ ਹੋਣਾ ਸ਼ੁਰੂ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਫਿਰ ਉਹ ਅੰਤਰੀ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਵੀ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਔਨ ਦਾ ਫਰਸਟ ਡੇ ਆਈ ਹੈਡ ਸੈਡ ਦੈਟ देयर ਆਰ ਟੂ ਕਾਈਂਡਸ ਆਫ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਵਨ ਇਜ਼ ਦੀ ਆਊਟਰ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਦੀ ਅਦਰ ਇਜ਼ ਦੀ ਇਨਰ ਸਤਸੰਗ outwardly the master does the satsang for us he makes us realize our shortcomings and faults and through his talks he is able to remove all the doubts from our within and he is able to remove our shortcomings and the mistakes and he creates the yearning within us to come to the eye center and when we come to the eye center when we go there then he drags us inside and then he gives us the inner satsang pyare andar bade kaal ne lubane purre banaye hue hai riddhiyan siddhiyan hai jehdiyan jeev nu lubaundiyan han ਜੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਨਾ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਦੱਸੇ ਸੁਣਾਵੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਗਲਤੀਆਂ ਜਿਹੜੀਆਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਕਰਦੇ ਆ ਉਹ ਨਾ ਦੱਸੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਅੱਗੇ ਤਰੱਕੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰ ਸਕਦੇ ਉੱਥੇ ਰੁਕ ਜਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਦੇ ਵਨਸ ਇਨ ਦ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਦ ਨੈਗੇਟਿਵ ਪਾਵਰ ਹੈਜ਼ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਟਿਡ ਮੈਨੀ ਐਨਚੈਂਟਿੰਗ ਮੈਨੀ ਚਾਰਮਿੰਗ ਸੈਲਸ ਐਂਡ ਇਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਵੈਰ ਨਾਟ देयर ਟੂ ਗਿਵ ਅਸ ਅ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਇਫ ਹੀ ਵਾਸ ਨਾਟ देयर ਟੂ ਗਿਵ ਅਸ ਦ ਗਾਈਡੈਂਸ ਵੀ ਵੁਡ ਗੈਟ ਲੋਸਟ ਓਵਰ देयर ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਮ ਵੀ ਸਨ ਬਾਹਰ ਬਾਹਰੋਂ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਨਾਮ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਦੱਸਦੇ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਅੰਦਰ ਵੀ ਜਦੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਜਾਣਦੇ ਆ ਅੰਦਰ ਫੇਰ ਉਹ ਨਾਮ ਦਾ ਭੇਜ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਉਹ ਅੰਦਰ ਝਗੜਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਫਿਰ ਫੈਸਲਾ ਕਰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿਹੜੀ ਤੁਨ ਨੂੰ ਛੱਡਣਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਹੜੀ ਨੂੰ ਪਕੜਨਾ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਅੰਤਰ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਸੁਰਤ ਤੁਨ ਜਾਗਾ ਜੋ ਸਾਡੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਜਾਗ ਪੈਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਤੁਨ ਨੂੰ ਪਕੜ ਲੈਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਸਤਿਗੁਰ ਝਗੜ ਨਵੇੜਾ ਉਥੇ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਬੇਟਾ ਕਿਹੜੇ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨੂੰ ਪਕੜ ਕੇ ਤਾਂ ਉੱਪਰ ਜਾਣਾ ਹੈ ਇਨ ਦ ਸੇਮ ਵੇ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਗਿਵਸ ਅਸ ਅ ਨਾਮ ਇਨੀਸ਼ੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਆਊਟਵਰਡਲੀ ਜਸ ਸੋ ਦੈਟ ਵੀ ਮੇ ਗੋ ਇਨਸਾਈਡ ਬਟ ਵੈਂਸ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਗੋ ਇਨਸਾਈਡ ਵਨਸ ਅਗੇਨ ਦੇ ਟੈਲ ਅਸ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਟੈਲ ਅਸ ਦੈਟ ਵਾਟ ਆਰ ਦ ਸਾਊਂਡਸ ਵਿਚ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਕੈਚ ਐਂਡ ਵਾਟ ਆਰ ਦ ਸਾਊਂਡਸ ਵਿਚ ਵੀ ਡੋਨਟ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਪੇ ਅਟੈਂਸ਼ਨ ਟੂ ਵਾਟ ਆਰ ਦ ਲਾਈਟਸ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਫੋਲੋ ਐਂਡ ਲਾਈਕ ਦੈਟ ਗੁਰੂਨਾਨਕ 
ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਬੈਠੇ ਸਨ ਬੜੇ ਖੁਸ਼ ਸਨ ਅੱਖਾਂ ਚਮਕ ਰਹੀਆਂ ਸੀਆਂ ਅੰਦਰੋਂ ਪ੍ਰਕਾਸ਼ ਆ ਰਿਹਾ ਸੀ ਸੱਚ ਤਾਂ ਇਹ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਰੋਮ ਰੋਮ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਪ੍ਰਕਾਸ਼ ਨਿਕਲ ਰਿਹਾ ਸੀ ਉਹ ਕਮਰਾ ਜਿਸ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਬੈਠੇ ਸੀ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਪ੍ਰਕਾਸ਼ ਨਾਲ ਭਰਿਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਮੈਂ ਬੜਾ ਹੀ ਭੋਲੇ ਭਾਲੇ ਮਨ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਤੇ ਸਵਾਲ ਕੀਤਾ ਕਿ ਤੂੰ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਆਪਦੀ ਪਤਨੀ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਬਣਾਇਆ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਹੱਸ ਕੇ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਨਹੀਂਗਾ ਜਦੋਂ ਮੈਂ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਅੰਦਰ ਜੋੜਿਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਦੋਂ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਰੂਪ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਤੇਰੇ ਨਾਮ ਫੇਰੇ ਲੈ ਲਏ ਸੀਗੇ ਤੂੰ ਮੇਰੀ ਪਤਨੀ ਬਣ ਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਹੁਣ ਜਦੋਂ ਮੈਂ ਚਾਹਾਂ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਲਿਜਾ ਸਕਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਹੁਣ ਦੂਸਰੇ ਦਾ ਹੱਕ ਨਹੀਂਗਾ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਉਹ ਮਰਦ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਹਾ ਸਕਦਾ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਜਿਹਦੀ ਪਤਨੀ ਨੂੰ ਕੋਈ ਹੋਰ ਲੈ ਜਾਵੇ ਜਾਂ ਕੋਈ ਉਂਗਲੀ ਕਰ ਜਾਵੇ ਹੁਣ ਤੂੰ ਮੇਰੀ ਪਤਨੀ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਤੇਰੀ ਰੱਖਿਆ ਕਰਨੀ ਹੈ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਸਜਣੋ ਗੁਰੂ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਗੁਰੂ ਜਾਣਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਉਹ ਕੀ ਜੀਵ ਨਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਗੁਰੂ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਸਾਡੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਅੰਦਰ ਲਿਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਫੇਰ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਨਾਮ ਨਾਲ ਜੋੜਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਕਾਲ ਦੀਆਂ ਸ਼ਕਤੀਆਂ ਤੋਂ ਉਹ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਬਚਾ ਕੇ ਲਿਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਵਨ ਨਾਈਟ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਵਾਸ ਸਿਟਿੰਗ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਵਾਸ ਵੈਰੀ ਹੈਪੀ ਹਿਸ ਆਈਜ਼ ਵੈਰ ਵੈਰੀ ਗਲਿਟਰਿੰਗ ਦ ਲਾਈਟ ਵਾਸ ਕਮਿੰਗ ਫ্রম ਹਿਸ ਆਈਜ਼ ਦ ਰਿਐਲਿਟੀ ਵਾਸ ਥੈਟ ਫ্রম ਏਵਰੀ ਸਿੰਗਲ ਸੈਲ ਆਫ ਹਿਸ ਬੋਡੀ ਫ্রম ਏਵਰੀ ਸਿੰਗਲ ਹੇਅਰ ਆਫ ਹਿਸ ਬੋਡੀ ਦ ਲਾਈਟ ਵਾਸ ਕਮਿੰਗ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਵਾਸ ਵੈਰੀ ਹੈਪੀ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਮਾਈ ਇਨੋਸੈਂਸ ਆਈ ਆਸਕਡ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਥੈਟ ਮਾਸਟਰ how have you made me your wife he said that don't you know when i gave you the initiation when i connected you in the within in the form of the shabad i had gone around with you and i have taken uh, the circles you know that in india when people get married they take the circles they circle around the fire and that is a ceremony so he said that don't you real, don't you know that when i had connected you in the within i had gone with you in, Uh, in the form of the shabad and i had circled around and in that way i had made you my wife and now no one else has any right over you no one can touch you no one can take you and i can take you whenever i want and he cannot be called as the husband whose wife is taken away by somebody else it is the responsibility of the husband to protect so master said that now it is my responsibility and i i will protect you and no one can touch even your finger no one can touch you no one can take you anywhere पांच शब्द कट में बजे यह निर्णय कर ले शब्द की गुर ज्ञान बताया शब्द का ਸਨ ਬਾਹਰ ਦਾ ਰੀਤੀ ਰਿਵਾਜ ਜਿਤਨਾ ਵੀ ਕਰਮ ਕਾਂਡ ਹੈ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਨਹੀਂ ਲਾਉਂਦਾਗਾ ਉਹ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਜੋੜਦਾ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਜੋੜਦਾ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦਾ ਹੀ ਉਹ ਬਿਆਨ ਕਰਾਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਡਸ ਨਾਟ ਕਨੈਕਟ ਅਸ ਹੀ ਡਸ ਨਾਟ ਮੇਕ ਅਸ ਟੂ ਦ ਆਊਟਰ ਰਾਈਟਸ ਐਂਡ ਰਿਚੁਅਲਸ ਹੀ ਕਨੈਕਟਸ ਅਸ ਓਨਲੀ ਵਿਦ ਦ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਗੋਰ ਗਿਆਨ ਬਤਾਇਆ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਕਾ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਕੋਈ ਵੀ ਸੰਤ ਆਇਆ ਕਿਸੇ ਜਵਾਨੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆਇਆ ਕਿਸੇ ਸਮਾਜ ਵਿੱਚ ਆਇਆ ਹਰ ਇੱਕ ਸੰਤ
ਉਥੋਂ ਦੀ ਭਾਸ਼ਾ ਦੇ ਮੁਤਾਬਕ ਉਹ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਦਾ ਹੋਕਾ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ ਪਰ ਕੌਣ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦਾ ਹੋਕਾ ਸੁਣਦਾ ਹੈ ਨਗਾਰਖਾਨੇ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਤੂਤੀ ਦੀ ਕੌਣ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਸੁਣਦਾ ਹੈ no matter when the saint came into this world in whatever time they came in their own ways in their own language they have told that people about the shabad but who listens to them <clears throat> in a big place where there are so many different higher sounds happening in a place where there are many big musical instruments who pays any attention to a smaller sound main shabad shabad bahut kaha koi na mane shabad ki janam akarat ho diya jo chade na kaati shabad ਥੋੜਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾਲ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਜੋ ਅਮੋਲਕ ਹੀਰਾ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਸੀ ਮੌਕਾ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਸੀ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਦੀ ਤਰਫੋਂ ਇਨਸਾਨੀ ਜਾਮੇ ਦਾ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਹੱਥੋਂ ਗਵਾ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਨੇ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਕਮਾਈ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੀਤੀ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੀਤਾ ਨਾ ਲਵਿੰਗਲੀ ਹੀ ਸੇਡ ਦੈਟ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਨਾਟ ਰਿਸੀਵਡ ਦ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਨਾਟ ਇਨ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਲੋਸਟ ਦ ਪ੍ਰੈਸ਼ੀਅਸ ਜੂਲ ਵਿਚ ਦੇ ਹੈਡ ਬੀਨ ਗਿਵਨ ਬਾਈ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ the precious opportunity of doing the devotion which they had received they have wasted it if they did not do the meditation of shravana janam akarat ko diya jo chade na kaati shabad ki radha swami ਆਖਰ ਸੁਆਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਬੜੇ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾਲ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਗੁਰੂ ਕਿੰਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਮਿਲਦਾ ਹੈ ਕੌਣ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੇ ਕੋਲੇ ਆਉਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਉਹ ਆਦ ਕਰਤਾ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਤੁਰੋਂ ਬਖਸ਼ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਦੇ ਅਕਸ਼ਰ ਉਹ ਮੱਥੇ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਾ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਵੀ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਗੁਰੂ ਮਿਲੇਗਾ ਨਾਮ ਮਿਲੇਗਾ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਗੁਰੂ ਤੇ ਭਰੋਸਾ ਆਏਗਾ ਇਹ ਕਮਾਈ ਕਰੇਗਾ ਫਾਈਨਲੀ ਸੁਆਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਵੈਰੀ ਲਵਿੰਗਲੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਥੈਟ ਹੂ ਗੈਟਸ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ who gets the master and who comes to the master only he who is blessed and forgiven by god almighty and in whose destiny the word of meeting with the perfect master is written by god almighty himself only such souls come to the perfect masters and get the initiation guru ramdas ji maharaj kande hai jinna mastak turo har likhya tin satgur milya guru ramdas ji maharaj says that in whose destiny when who's for it it is written that he will meet with meet with the perfect master only they meet him agyan andhera katya gur gyan kat balya their darkness of the ignorance is removed and in their within the lamp of the knowledge of the master is har, lit har labda ratan padarthon phir bahut na chalya they get the material of the wealth of the devotion of lord and once they get it they do not go astray nanak naam aradhya aradh har milya nanak says that they meditate upon the naam and in that way by meditating upon the naam they meet god almighty so jagah jagah hi santan da likhya hai 
ਕਿ ਉਹ ਪ੍ਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਆਦ ਕਰਤਾ ਜਦ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸੱਚਖੰਡ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਬਖਸ਼ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਫੇਰ ਹੀ ਅਸੀਂ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਤੋਂ ਕੋਲ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਨਾਮਦਾਨ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਤਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਸੋਚਦੇ ਰਹਿ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਆ ਦਲੀਲਾਂ ਕਰਦੇ ਰਹਿ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਸੋ ਐਵਰੀਵੇਅਰ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਰਿਟਨ ਬਾਈ ਦ ਸੇਂਟਸ ਥੈਟ ਓਨਲੀ ਵੈਨ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਰਾਈਟਸ ਹਿਮਸੈਲਫ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਡਿਸਾਈਡਸ ਹਿਮਸੈਲਫ ਇਨ ਦ ਸੱਚਖੰਡ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਅਸ ਐਂਡ ਵੈਨ ਹੀ ਰਾਈਟਸ in our forehead that we will go and meet the perfect master we come to the masters otherwise if it is not written in our forehead if it is not written in our destiny then we just go on argue and discussing and we never come to the master sant bijide ne keha siga ek misal dekhe ke shah sikandar de paas kise ne amrit di tareef kiti ke je kithe amr amrit mil jave to sada amr ho janda hai banda ਉਸਨੇ ਕਿਹਾ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਬੜਾ ਸੂਰਮਾ ਹੈ ਵਿਜੇਤਾ ਹੈ ਜੇ ਅੰਮ੍ਰਿਤ ਮਿਲ ਜਾਵੇ ਤਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਸਦਾ ਹੀ ਅਮਰ ਹੋ ਜਾਵਾਂ ਉਸਨੇ ਦਿਨ ਰਾਤ ਅੰਮ੍ਰਿਤ ਦੀ ਖੋਜ ਕੀਤੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਵੀ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਸੀ ਜਿੱਥੇ ਚਾਹ ਉੱਥੇ ਰਾਹ ਜਿਹਨੂੰ ਅਸੀਂ ਚਾਹ ਬਣਾਉਨੇ ਹੈ ਖੋਜਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਜ਼ਰੂਰ ਮਿਲ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਭੁੱਖੇ ਨੂੰ ਰੋਟੀ ਪਿਆਸੇ ਨੂੰ ਪਾਣੀ ਕੁਦਰਤ ਉਸੂਲਾ ਜਰੂਰ ਮਿਲ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਸ਼ਾਹ ਸਿਕੰਦਰ ਨੂੰ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਅਮਰਤ ਮਿਲ ਗਿਆ ਜਦ ਪਿਆਲਾ ਹੱਥ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਫੜ ਕੇ ਪੀਣ ਹੀ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਾਲ ਨੇ ਇੱਕ ਐਸਾ ਰੂਪ ਧਾਰਨ ਕੀਤਾ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਵੀ ਦੇਖ ਬੰਦੇ ਰੱਬ ਦੇ ਮੇਰੇ ਕੋਲੇ ਵੀ ਇਸ ਦੀ ਕਿਸੇ ਨੇ ਤਾਰੀਫ ਕਰੀ ਸੀਗੀ ਜੈਸੀ ਤੇਰੇ ਕੋਲੇ ਕਰੀ ਹੈ ਪਰ ਹੁਣ ਤੂੰ ਦੇਖ ਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਜਿਉਂਦਾ ਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਮਰਿਆ ਹੈ ਮੇਰੇ ਸਰੀਰ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਗੰਧ ਨਿਕਲ ਰਿਹਾ ਹੈ ਦੇਖੀ ਉਹਦੇ ਹੱਥ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਿਆਲਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਉੱਥੋਂ ਹੀ ਉਹਨੇ ਛੱਡ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਤੋਂ ਸੰਤ ਬਜੀਦਾ ਲਿਖਦਾ ਹੈ ਸ਼ਾਹ ਸ਼ਿਕੰਦਰ ਢੂੰਡੇ ਆਬ ਹਜਾਤ ਨੂੰ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਹਾੜਾਂ ਫਿਰਦਾ ਦਿਨ ਤੇ ਰਾਤ ਨੂੰ ਫੇਰ ਨਾ ਪੀਤਾ ਪਿਆਲਾ ਆਪਣੇ ਦਸਤ ਪਰ ਬਜੀਦਾ ਕੌਣ ਕਹੇ ਸਹਿਬ ਨੂੰ ਇੰਜ ਨਹੀਂ ਇੰਜ ਕਰ ਉੱਥੇ ਕੌਣ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਕਹੇ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਖੁਦ ਮਖਤਿਆਰਾ ਕੌਣ ਮੰਨਦਾ ਹੈ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਜੋ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਸਾਡੀ ਕਰਨੀ ਤੇ ਫੈਸਲਾ ਹੋਣਾ ਹੈ ਨਾਮ ਤੋਂ ਬਗੈਰ ਮੁਕਤੀ ਨੇ ਕਿਸੇ ਗ੍ਰੰਥ ਨੂੰ ਪੜ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਲੋ ਗੁਰੂ ਬਗੈਰ ਨਾਮ ਨਹੀਂ ਮਿਲਦਾਗਾ ਜੇ ਅਗਰ ਸਾਡੇ ਆਪਣੇ ਵਸ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਤਾਂ ਪਿਆਰੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਭਟਕਦੇ ਕਿਉਂ ਫਿਰਦੇ ਸੋ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਤੇ ਪ੍ਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਆਦ ਕਰਤਾ ਦਿਆ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹੀ ਅਮੋਲਕ ਵਸਤੂ ਨੂੰ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕਰ ਸਕਦੇ ਆ ਆਪਦੇ ਜੀਵਨ ਨੂੰ ਸਫਲ ਬਣਾ ਸਕਦੇ ਹੈ ਸੇਂਟ ਵਜੀਦਾ ਹੈਡ ਸੈਟ ਗਿਵਿੰਗ ਦੀ ਐਗਜ਼ਾਮਪਲ ਦੈਟ ਸਮਵਨ ਹੈਡ sung the praises of the nectar in front of alexander the great and he was told that the nectar is such a thing that if one drinks it he becomes immortal you know that alexander the great was very strong so he thought that since he is the winner of the whole world and if he becomes immortal if he gets the nectar drink he will become immortal and then he can go on becoming the winner of the rest of the world also so he started searching for the nectar Master Kripal Singh Ji used to say that where there is a will, there is a way. If you are willing for something, if you are craving for something and if you work hard for it, you are definitely going to get that. He also used to say that it is the law of the nature that there is food for the hungry and water for the thirsty. So if you look for it, you definitely get it. So because Alexander the Great searched for the nectar, he became successful in obtaining the nectar. And when he was just about to drink that nectar, negative power created such a will he disguised himself in a very wicked looking very wretched looking person and he appeared there and he said there wait a minute they had said the same thing about the nectar to me 
and I drank that nectar and look at me, this is what has happened to me. You see this, my body, from my body the dirt is coming out, so you don't drink that. So even though Alexander the Great was having the nectar in his hand, but still he was not able to drink it and he did not become the immortal, because who could tell him that he should drink the nectar? Because he was all in all and who could tell him that not to listen to the negative power. So Saint Vajita says that Alexander the Great was looking for the nectar. He went in the jungles, he went on the mountains, he went everywhere. He worked very hard, he searched for the nectar, he found the nectar. When he was about to drink the nectar, <coughs> he could not drink the nectar. Who could tell him to do things otherwise? So that is why if we come to the master, we can get the Naam initiation, we can do the devotion of Shabad Naam, only if it is written in our destiny, only if in the such time God Almighty decides for us, only if He pardons us, blesses us and gives us His grace, can we come to the master and take advantage of Him and get the Naam initiation and then do its meditation. And our closing bhajan is Sanchi's bhajan, Mera Satguru Sona Agya, on page 131. <clears throat> My beautiful Satguru has come. He has put me on the right path. Today, the fortunate day has come. We are singing the remembrance of the Master. Today, we are celebrating the birthday of the All-Owner, the Formless One. In every corner of the world, he gave the message of true Nam. Becoming the son of Sawan, he showered the rain of nectar. He is the dear son of Father Hukam Singh. His name is Sant Kirpal. He is the child of Mother Gulab Devi, but he is an example in the world. Oh, dear ones, millions of congratulations as the Bandara of my master has come. I, Ajayb, had forgotten, catching hold of me, he, had, he put me on the right path. My beautiful Satguru has come. He has put me on the right path. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 131. Mera Satguru, Mera Satguru sona, Mera 
beautiful Sadhguru has come. He has put me on the right path. And from the appendix of Master Kripal's book, Prayer, he writes, in the Lord's Prayer of Jesus Christ, we have a beautiful example of all that one need ask. 
Our Father who art in heaven, holy is thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day the bread of life and forgive us our offenses as we forgive those who offend us. By thy spirit, lead us out of all temptation and deliver us from evil. For thine, thou everlasting Lord, is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. May God continue to bless us all.